0: Triple M Mining HQ Hello and welcome to Mining HQ, your go-to show for everything happening in the mining industry. Today, Chris LaVenture is sitting down with Ashley Spears. Now, Ashley is the Executive Officer of Gender Inclusion and Diversity Champion. We discussed the recent article from the West Australian newspapers titled Loud and Clear for Equality, and also how the resource sector is progressing when it comes to gender inclusion and equality. So let's get into things. Good morning, Chris. Hello, Pablo. Hope you're having a good morning. We've got Ashley Spears on the phone. Now, Ashley, she's the Executive Officer for Gender Inclusion and Diversity Champion. We spoke, how long ago do you think it was, Ashley? It was a long time ago.
1: I think it was not long after I started in the role, Chris, so probably just over six months.
0: That sounds about right. Now, can you remind our listeners what your role's about? Because there's a lot involved.
1: There is. Um, So I lead a Western Australian non-for-profit called CEOs for Gender Equity, And we are a group of kind of 70 strong leaders in Western Australia who are focused on accelerating gender equity. And how we do that is through inspiring and supporting other CEOs to take action. So what I love about CEOs for gender equity is what, you know, we're really focused on listening, learning and collaborating. And it's all about what's worked, what hasn't worked, and what are some new ideas um, which can really um, turn the dial on gender equity.
0: Well, I can't believe how much you and the group have achieved in the last six months. Um, I want to kick off with the recent article in the West Australian newspaper. It was called Loud and Clear for Equality. Can you give our listeners a background on that?
1: Sure. So that article was the first in um, what's going to be a monthly opinion piece series on the first Monday of every month in the West Australian. And it's all about showcasing the solutions for gender equity. So there's a lot of talk about you know, about the problem. And I'm just a really um, action focused person. So when I met with Anthony De Segley at the West, he was really supportive of giving some, some air time to the solution. So that's really the, the theory behind it. What this article really kicked off with was a really um, effective um, and easy to implement solution called enter loudly, leave loudly. And what it's all about is, is leaders, but particularly men really um, leading by example with engaging in flexible work and parenting and caring responsibilities. So what we uh, what it involves is leaders just really instead of you know sneaking in or sneaking out of the office to you know attend school assemblies or sports carnivals or you know have lunch with you know an elderly relative or um, whatever the case may be, coming in and making a song and dance about it and um, so what it involves is gathering coming in late saying look I'm late I was at this carnival gather around let me show you some photos it was awesome or at the end of the day if you need to um, head off just you know bye everyone I'll be checking emails in the morning this afternoon it's about me and my kids we're gonna hit the beach and have some quality time and so the idea behind it is really to normalize leaders engagement in those um, in those different ways of working so that everyone else feels like they can be comfortable to really engage and structure their day in a way that works for them.
0: So this next question very much aimed at the resources sector. And as she pointed out, about six months since we had a chat, how much change has occurred with equality in resources?
1: So I can definitely comment on the last six months from my experience leading CEOs for gender equity. And I'll start by saying that mining is actually in terms of industries, the one which is by far most represented in membership. So I think that kind of speaks for itself. Um, Look, there is no doubt in my mind, there is huge appetite for change. Has, you know, can we look on any data over the last six months? Unfortunately not, um, because gender equity data tends to come out kind of more on an annual basis. So I think next year I'll be able to give you some real solid results. But in the last six months, the collaboration that we've had um, and the interest in really connecting and really driving things forward has been commendable. And I think the announcement in the last couple of weeks about three of the big resources companies coming together with this joint training program um, for um, the Provincial of, of Sexual Harassment, um, is really a kind of a fruit of some of that labour that's been going on behind the scenes and the conversations that have been happening. So there's great momentum building and we're going to see a lot more of those kind of announcements and those kind of collaborations.
0: Now, Ashley, what's the background with the, the Public Sector Con- Commission? They've taken some bold steps to address gender balance.
1: They sure have. So the public sector looked at their statistics a while ago, and they found that they were kind of 70% represented by women overall. But um, it was, I think, to begin with, maybe only about half of that at leadership roles. And that's a really common trend, by the way, even in um, highly feminized industries. So they set out to really address that and strive for 50 50 gender balance at senior executive level. And this was the um, one of the initiatives which I was really impressed by because I think the government can have a, um, you know, a bit of a a reputation for, um, you know, having a lot of red tape and maybe not um, being quite so progressive as other industries. But I think what they've done here really dispels all those myths. So what it involves is a um, an intervention by the commissioner which allows for temporarily streamlining of the recruitment process for roles in, I think it's actually all departments, um, all state departments. And what it's really the theory behind it is to help achieve equality. So help achieve this 50-50 goal at senior executive service level and um, in other areas as well. So instead of going through the normal full recruitment process for government roles, leaders can conduct an individual assessment of merit and um, there is no need to advertise for roles. So if you identify um, you know, a high potential candidate, once you do an individual assessment of merit and deem them suitable for the role, you can make a direct appointment. So this is a bit of a game changer because it, It really helps with a couple of um, aspects of talent acquisition, especially when you're trying to drive gender equity. One is speed. So good candidates these days are not available for long um, and, and frequently have multiple offers. So this intervention allows government leaders to make a move more quickly, which will definitely help. And it also overcomes some of the systemic barriers to gender equity in traditional recruitment processes where you know, women are much less likely to apply for an advertised role if they don't meet you know, 10 out of 10 of the bullet points. So, um, again, by removing the need to advertise, it, it enables more um, speed and, and agility and probably some innovation to bring some awesome high potential leaders into um, the public sector.
0: Well, we're almost out of time, but I I want to ask you about this one because the post was fantastic. You wrote about things you've learned over the last two days. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yes, yeah, so I recently attended the Australia and New Zealand Academy of Management Conference in the Gold Coast and it was two days of um, present, your keynote presentations and um, my academic peers presenting on their research projects and there was, I was just blown away by all of the really innovative and sometimes obscure research which is happening in Australia which no one knows about. But just some of the favorite takeaways for me were the fact that, you know, we're all kind of meeting out these days, especially at this time of year. So really making sure that meetings are either 20 minutes or 35 minutes and that's it. So you could don't block out an hour, an hour and a half. It's literally 20 or 35. I really like the idea of building behavior into performance appraisals. So not just looking at your know, KPIs and outcomes, but really considering the behavior of employees, and I think there's something there to really help drive gender equity. Um, and finally, the four-day working week. So um, some research which was, was discussed which really shines a light on the fact that it reduces stress, increases revenue, reduces your turnover of employees, and increases happiness. So the companies which have um, done studies on this, it's been a resounding success. So that's something which I'm you know really passionate about and will be really championing.
0: Ashley Spears, thank you for your time and for you and the crew. We wish you a Merry Christmas.
1: Thank you so much. Great to catch up, Chris.
0: For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.